You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. serious is our country going to take domestic white extremism? Hey! Hey, man. Glad to see you guys. You guys are f***ing patriots. Look at this guy. He's got covered in blood. God bless you. Any chance I could get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? We will. I've been making sure I ain't disrespecting the place. Okay, just want to let you guys know this is like the sacredest place. I know. I know. Hey. Is there a point with this variant that you think there's going to be new restrictions? Whether it, whether advice that says double mask. Hey, double mask, dude. <laughs> That's coming to you this summer as the left begs, begs, begs nanny government, bureaucratic Fauci and his, uh, and his legions to tell them what to do. Please tell us what to do this summer. Please give us some more restrictions. Please tell us what to do. How, can we have a double mask? Can we have one more mask? How about three, please? <laughs> Oh my God! The world has gone nuts. I can't believe I can't believe it. If you haven't seen this video, um, we'll we'll have it uh, in the show notes of the guy with the elk uh, dressed like an elk walking into the well of the Senate like he's Spicoli showing up for <laughs> class in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hey, Mister Hond, it's I can't believe that. I don't know necessarily. I know that we have over three million, uh, you know, National Guard troops in. DC or mm-hmm. whatever it is right now. I don't know that we need so many for him. <laughs> you know, he is essentially uh, on the hunt for a Mountain Dew, probably, I would say, <laughs> and uh, maybe some ringdings. Well, he only eats organic, though. Did you see the story? That he sure he, does. In prison, he doesn't, yeah. he hasn't eaten anything while he's been there because they so, wouldn't serve him all organic. Yes, food. that is Jake <laughs> Angeli or Jacob something Angeli. But he goes by Jake Angeli, and, you know, I'm not going to dead name him, Alice. If he wants to be Jake Angeli, the half Viking, half elk. The QAnon who shaman. Is, who is absolutely, um, I'm going to suggest a uh, fan of marijuana. I'm going to suggest it. This video just came out today. Have you seen this before now? Um, no, I saw the one where they're praying. Okay, I haven't seen that one. 
This video, he comes just bombing through the door, the open door. There's nobody in front of him. <clears throat> uh, walks into the well of the Senate. You know, you heard the audio. He's like, there's one guy who's against the, like, who's back, who's leaning against the rostrum, the guy who got shot in the face with something. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's a guy filming, and there's one security guy who's ha- speaking in, you know, we say with kids, speaking in his indoor voice to them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, asking them not to destroy the Senate because it's very sacred. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. We kept the idiots away for you. This is the weirdest thing. It's, it's <laughs> as if it's as if like it was a house party to some of these people. And yeah. he's like, dude, can you guys – this is my mom's mm-hmm. uh, Fabergé egg. Could you make sure you don't destroy it? It's like, no problem, dude. We're just here to have a good time. Yeah, no, there's a there's definitely a range of things going on at the Capitol. I mean, <clears throat> there's yes. the people breaking into the glass door into gunfire towards the <laughs> congressman. There's the people who are just like partying it up in the Senate. There's some left-wing <clears throat> activists trying to incite Trump people to do worse things. There's like actual wannabe militants who live in their mom's basement. There's like all kinds of stuff happening. Right. And it goes <laughs> like, from brutal murderers to like total just role-playing people. Who are just having fun. And I think that that, that woman in the window might have been one uh-huh. of those, too. I mean, She's like, yeah. why do you understand? So he has a gun pointed at me. It's That's fine. In the game, I still get to go through the window, and I get to go into the Senate. And she's <laughs> right. like, bang. And it's like, wow, that was interesting. I didn't remember us doing that in the run-through. It, the game should be, I get to go into the Senate and have fun. But Well, I sent you, I don't know if you grabbed it, because this is a while ago now, because the news moves kind of quickly here. But did you get uh, Jenna Ryan, uh, who plugs her realtor business? Oh, while I don't storming know. the Capitol. She says, like, live or die, it doesn't matter. This is 1776, baby. And now you know who to choose for your realtor, Jenna Ryan Realty. Is that there? I'll find that yeah, if it's there. Yeah, it's a YouTube link that I sent you there. Oh, it's my the... goodness. So but, what? yeah, so there's definitely, there's a lot of things going on here. There's, like, every type of nut that you could find. I mean, I, I assume there were a lot of totally normal people at the actual protest, too. I mean, like, I've known some people I would never out them who actually went to the protest and just you know stood around outside and waved a flag and listened to Trump's speech and then went home to their hotel so there were like a lot of things going on there was quite a diverse group of people uh trying to you know stop the steal or whatever they thought they were doing but you know I, on the one hand I feel bad for people who get caught up in this stuff and like go too far who apparently just don't realize that you're not supposed to run in through the broken windows of the Senate. And- well, but I, I'm not going to grab the General Ryan thing because she swears in it, and I, I don't want to clean oh, it up okay. post, post-production, whatever. Um, but, but um, yeah, but I understand the guy with the antlers is, he's mm-hmm. a dumb, yeah. and he's high, and he's... I think it, he's the kind of guy, he joins everything. He probably goes to Burning Man. He probably goes to, like, Proud Boys stuff. He probably goes to Antifa stuff. He mostly just wants to have fun at them, it's what yeah. I'm thinking. Um, and, and, <clears throat> but it, and I understand that there are some psychotics who are murderous. And that's mm-hmm. certainly disturbing. Yeah, I, don't, I still think they haven't caught the pipe bomb. I don't guy. get how, first of all, we have friends who live around here mm-hmm. who went down to Washington. 
Right. And they said, they asked us, they said, hey, are you guys going, by the way? You want to know? And you and I were like, what the freak? <laughs> what are we going to Washington for? Like, it's, yeah. are they giving away money? Because cause it's What's happening be, there? What do you expect to do to, for a Trump rally? For what? It, the election's over. Like, we're going to Washington. It, it, I don't understand how people can really assume that there's still an election in play here. But and, people really thought that, though. Yeah, um, until, you think? I mean, I think there's still some people who think that Trump's going to overthrow things on January 20th. I mean, I see this stuff on Twitter where people are like, "Yes, oh yeah, see all the National Guard troops in D.C. You really think this is about stopping Trump supporters? If you don't think the Insurrection Act's already been invoked, then oh, Jesus. joke's on you. So like, and then obviously Mike Lindell was at the White House with all his notes from his secret attorney That's friend great. who he couldn't name who wanted Trump to fire his whole like White House legal right. counsel. And of course, and- you're calling it the pillow coup uh, because of my pillow. And of course, it can't be a coup unless you've got a faction of the government overthrowing <laughs> the person in power. Right. Yeah, you know, the my pillow is- guy can't on his own overthrow the government. And well, but also, unfortunate- by, just by definition, definitions don't matter anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, but but still, it's crazy. And then you've got and then you've got government. Effect- but I just I don't understand that, that that how people actually think that something's going. I understand Trump told them that. The left says all the time, Trump's a liar, and he is a smack talker right up there with the best I've ever dealt with in my, just working, when I was working right. as a concierge. He is absolutely a smack talking liar. Do they not think that he was ever smack talking? Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it's going to be the best, know. greatest you've ever seen, all that stuff. They never thought that, you know, <laughs> he's being tongue in cheek. I, I don't get it. It's craziness to think that. And the other Yeah, hand, but people, I mean, and I suppose... I mean, now I think that people have cut back a little bit, like the media people have cut back and have sort of like they've stopped outright saying that there's a chance now because there were absolutely conservative media people who were up until the 6th saying that like, oh, yeah, Mike Pence can totally do this. He can throw out the mm-hmm. Pennsylvania votes or whatever. And, you know, oh, there's two slates of electors from Arizona. Which is like, crazy. That means those are people who were broken by the election, just like in 2016. Sure, but there were people saying that oh, yes, up no. until the 6th. Yeah, but so I don't necessarily blame people who are I aren't blame like, people who hear Lou Dobbs saying that Pence is going to make Trump president for four, another four years, who then say, oh, wow, it's going to happen. Lou Dobbs said it. What is wrong with people? You're, if you use these street smarts to in your everyday life, you'd get hit, run over trying to get to Starbucks in the morning. You'd never get through the day if you let down <laughs> your guard as much as you let it down to say, oh, yeah, okay, Trump's going to win still. Because, you know, the Dominion voting Guatemala machines, it's absolutely, yes, Trump's going to win. I feel bad for you people who think he's going to lose. I don't get that. At the same time, my my takeaway from this, and thank you to John, uh, my friend, for giving me this thing. My takeaway from this. Hey, hey man. Glad to see you guys. You guys are f***ing patriots. Look at this guy. He's got covered in blood. God bless you. You good, sir? Do you need medical attention? I'm good, thank you. All right. First of all, like... Is that the Q shaman asking if he needs medical no, attention? No, that's the security. That's, that's the cop. Okay. Asking the guy who got shot in the face if he needs medical attention. This is why this is such... Am I on LSD? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's, like, you know, it's a weird it, coup. As a matter of fact, he does need medical attention. Can we at least do that right? Do you need medical attention? Yes. All right. Give, wait one moment. Let me get some first aid here and help you. No, we can't even do this right. You can't get shot in the face with a rubber bullet, need medical attention, get offered it, and accept it 
normally anymore. Everything's going to be so freaking <laughs> skewed. And this I do have to say that the Trump people uh, did make the um, like Antifa people and everything kind of look like wimps about the tear gas and the rubber bullets because they got tear gas and rubber bulleted all over the place. I mean, they also tear gas the cops back, which is frowned upon. But like the way that Antifa and the Black Lives Matter people have been acting about getting tear gas, oh, you yeah. would think they were in Tiananmen Square like every week that they were out there and they had the yeah. governments like banning tear gas. And the Trump people are like, oh yeah, tear gas us. We're going to tear gas you right back. Like It's like, I yeah, mean- <laughs> you, you know, you're bleeding out to death. Do you want medical attention? No, I'll just die. Okay. <laughs> and it's the Antifa people as well. I mean, they're the biggest wusses there are because not only do they complain they do it so they'll get the tear gas they can say oh so you can see people yeah crying they're and like the water, soccer putting, penalty people but then, who are like oh my but, god but I'm then they call in the medics right which medics. are these all the, these you know other uh, freaking gender studies people who run over as little doctors <laughs> and have milk and pour milk on them and dress the wounds etc and they have their attorneys all the lawyers yeah i'm a lawyer i'm well, a press oh. you know they're actually smart to have lawyers on call, and this is one reason they don't Alice. get in as much trouble as the Trump people do, because they have, like, when they go and bother Tucker Carlson's family mm-hmm. in his house, their lawyers have told them how far to go and where to stop so that they can't really get in yeah, trouble. But, uh, a lot, Maybe, Alice, but a lot of the legal dream team are dudes not in law school who are watching the cops and monitoring monitoring them. I mean, yeah, but but the left Antifa and these people and the DSA, they do keep lawyers on call, which the right could stand to do. Do you know how many people there were on Twitter talking about how that like there was this guy that was just recently arrested because he was like he had tweeted like yeah I just got interviewed by the FBI I think I'm all clear like and then he was arrested the next week like do you not know not to talk to the FBI they're so stupid Antifa like clams up and calls their lawyers because they have lawyers and they have like the bailout fund people and all you, that you stuff insurgent Alice don't no, call, don't talk but to I'm the feds saying the right. Destroy right your could, cell phone, says Alice Shaddock. No, don't destroy yourself. Don't destroy evidence. Go First underground, of all, says Alice. Don't take your wow. cell phone What's with your nice geolocation into the Alice, Senate when you're storming. Maybe we don't give terrorism tips the... right up front. Maybe that's the 1570 podcast. I'm going to try to be you know more law-abiding. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the Trump... To make a proper Molotov cocktail, use kerosene. No. Thank you, Alice Shaddock. No. That's great. I like I'm Antifa saying... Alice. Antifa Alice t-shirts start this week. <laughs> Speaking of that, speaking of that, I'm not uh, making the Antifa yes, Alice. Yes, you are. Yeah, you're, you are Antifa Alice. I'll I'm make not, them with your likeness. I'm not. I'm I'll not. You them. stole that from Callahan anyway. Wherever you are, that's, what do you he mean? has Antifa Dave. I made up Antifa Dave. Okay, well, but that's a character on the Callahan show. It's not on. Copyright Tom Shattuck, no, Alice. Yes. I'm not Antifa Alice. Yes, that's you are. Wrong. No. And, I'll, and if you, if you want to <laughs> make the image out there, I'm happy to take whatever submissions you have. Um, so here's the rest of the. Uh, I'm not putting Jake, it on our site. Jake Jake Jake, up, I no. will start a satellite pirate site. <laughs> I got shot in the face. Where are they? I got shot in the face with some kind of plastic bullet. Any chance I could get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? We will. I've been making sure they ain't disrespecting the place. Okay, just want to let you guys know this is like the <laughs> sacredest place. I know. I know. Hey. Hey, we will. I'm, I'm just making sure nobody disrespects the place. Don't worry about that. Either guy says a guy losing a pint of blood every 10 seconds. I mean. What a crazy world. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I mean, I just, I think that they could stand to learn some things from left-wing activists, don't you? In terms of how they handle themselves. I would say like from live now on, streaming. maybe. 
Like, now on, maybe we stand by and stand down when there's an election and it's over for now on. That's where I'd start. Sure, but if you're going to storm the Capitol, maybe don't live stream okay. yourself with your face saying that you're storming the Capitol Thank with you. your name. Thank you, Patty Hearst, everybody. Just wear <laughs> wear a headgear from now on, uh, like my wife does, apparently, when she goes and throws bottles of frozen urine at the police. I don't um, know. I'm not so sure anymore. The <laughs> uh, but the thing is, that there's nobody sane now in, in, in this situation. There's nobody sane in Washington, D.C., Chuck Todd today had uh, Mayor Bowser on, oh and so he's asking about the future. What do, I mean, what's it look like for D.C.? How long um, are we going to be living in a Washington, D.C. that feels like a, uh, an armed camp? I mean, how long are we going to have to live this way? Because I assume these threats don't go away on January 20th. Great question. How long are we going to have an encampment here? How long is, <laughs> is a strong military presence going to be here? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Mayor of the city of the District of Columbia, how long? Um, I think uh, the the question is a bigger question, Chuck. It is how serious is our country going to take domestic white extremism? Great. Okay. Thanks for answering the question. Yep. Thank you. You know, mystic pizzas and blue apricot skies and down the wormhole. Uh, one pill makes you larger. One pill makes you small. And the one then mother again. Why is everybody psychotic? Why is everybody going on a trip? Just answer the question. Right. When he says how long, Mayor, give him a number. We don't have to veer off into a, a new woke conspiracy here to joining the <laughs> the chorus of other crazy people. It's this is crazy. As I like this to guy, say crazy. He is not the craziest person in Washington D.C. <laughs> As I like to say, crazy is not just Beyonce's husband. Well said. <laughs> well said. I've gotten about 10 emails now asking where those t-shirts are, okay, Alice. There okay. Is... Your graphic designer has been stalking. I know you're busy making IEDs in case the uh, <laughs> state police come by. My goodness, what happened to you? You're one of them now. Oh, my God. I never thought it would happen to my own wife. Two more hogs got the fever. My wife is one of them. <laughs> oh, you've been radicalized. Oh, where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I have a compliment for Joe Biden today, by the way, Alice. Okay. A good thing to say about him. Okay. Uh, but first, he was introducing his uh, Alondra Nelson, who's a the Depart- Deputy Science Director something. How, what is her exact title? She's Deputy, Deputy Science Policy Chief. He introduced her yesterday. He's made that a cabinet position, which I believe that means it has to be confirmed. Okay, yeah. And just to continue with the – okay, so once again. She is the, uh, Alondra Nelson, Deputy Science Policy Chief. That's good. Science Policy Chief. Mm -hmm. She's the deputy. Okay. All right, Alondra. What are our priorities in the administration? The COVID-19 crisis has inflicted extraordinary suffering, but it has also held up a mirror to our society, (laughs) reflecting in its deadly wake, resource gaps, and medical disparities the inequality we've allowed to calcify. As a black woman researcher, I am keenly aware of those who are missing from these rooms. Great. <laughs> believe the woke is it uh, is what it is now. It's no longer believe the science. It's believe the woke. Yeah. And wokeness runs through everything. Biden today, though, this is I'm about to. First of all, this is I guess this was really yesterday when he did this stuff. I mm-hmm. think um, he did not look good. He did not sound good. Uh-huh. You see this video of him after he's done talking, shuffling over to the table to mm-hmm. grab his folder with two hands as he carefully yeah. does. Then he looks up, doesn't know where he is. <laughs> oh, God. Panics. 
looks around more, hears something, and is guided over. So maybe somebody uses one of those laser pointers you put on the wall (laughs) to let the cat jump after it. Laser pointer, and he goes and he shuffles off and finally gets it. But he was not. He was not okay. He's just. This is. This is essentially how his voice sounded for the day. Two of the most extraordinary, least least known departments, especially the last four years. Extraordinary, least least fine. But he did say something that I think was good. Okay. This is. I'm scared. Very now. vague. No, no, no. Okay. This, this is, is a real compliment. This is real. This okay. is vague. This is probably empty. Simply rhetoric. Um, probably just a anodyne throwaway thing. But if it is not, then I am encouraged. When I announced I would not run in 2015, at the time I said I only won regret. Rose Garden asked me if I had any regrets. I said I'd won. That I wouldn't get to be the president to to preside over cancer. He means provide over a cure for cancer or <laughs> right, the end the of cancer. Right, the cancer moonshot stuff. To help him along. Whatever, yeah. As we know it. Well, as God willing, on the 20th of uh, this month, in a couple of days, as president, I'm going to do everything I can to get that done. I'm going to keep it's going to be a priority for me and for Kamala, and it's a signature issue for Jill as first lady. If you want to do the cancer moonshot, sh- shot, <laughs> shite, the cancer moonshot, um, you know, Operation Warp Speed of Cancer. Right. And while we're throwing trillions around anyway off of money we don't have, yeah. if you want to do it on, on cancer and try to make some progress there, incentivize companies, incentivize doctors while we're burning money, mm-hmm. then let's do it. I'm yeah. all for it. I'm all for it. Cancer is a bastard, something that we should be able to unite about. Yeah, cancer's, cancer sucks. Correct. Correct. Even uh, Antifa d- hates cancer. <laughs> So I'm all for it. Joe Biden, good. God bless. Godspeed. Let's do it. I'm I'm all for it. Cancer is, is just blows as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing happening is, and this this guy, Jacob Sobaroff, who was um, for MSNBC, is just thrilled because there's an IG report out about the kids in cages. Stuff. Okay. And so the left is getting excited because they may have an opportunity to jail everybody involved in the Trump administration, according Trump himself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anybody else. I think what's most critical about this Department of Justice Inspector General report uh, is that it is now a roadmap for potential future prosecutions, Alicia, uh, of members of the Trump administration under an incoming Biden-Harris administration. And it was the uh, president. Stephen Miller, Hope Hicks, go get them. Hunt them them down. Lock them up. Exactly. Hunt them all down. Elect himself, who called this policy criminal. Uh, in the debate with our... our very now, the, the 2014 kids in cages? Yeah, that wasn't no, criminal. No, 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 no. Very young Kristen Walker. Responding to the Inspector General report, former Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein said family separations were, quote, a failed policy that never should have been proposed or implemented. I mean, Jacob, what do you make of that? Well, sure, it's nice of him to say that now. He didn't say mm-hmm. it when, as the report details, mm-hmm. he was in meetings in the earliest days talking about this with border prosecutors and Just others who were raising objections no to it, nor no uh, did he say that, uh, according to this report, when he was uh, hanging out with Attorney General Sessions, perhaps the greatest cheerleader uh, of the policy, or speaking with Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen. Yes, they're all going to jail, doesn't matter. The, the thing is this, is mm-hmm. that the Trump administration decided to uh, arrest people who are crossing the border illegally. Mm-hmm. Because it's our border, and there are border stations where you can cross, but if you're not, if you're crossing the border illegally, yep. if you're sneaking across the border, then you get apprehended. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That is the lo- the raw the law. That is the law in most countries. You right. can't just walk right in. Have you ever tried without- to cross the Canadian border right. without going through the border checkpoint? They're humorless. No, right, exactly. <laughs> They're not. They don't just let you waltz right. in anywhere. And do to a lawsuit. So that is a law. That is Trump in the executive branch following a law. Right now, there was also a court finding that said that you can't. Put kids in with adults in holding areas, in cells or where it is. Especially if, as was the case in many of these cases, you can't prove that they're actually with their parents when they're coming across. Because they're coming across with people who may or may not be any relation to them at all. So you have to have some kind of documentation of who the heck people are and that they actually have the right to be with these kids because it's a liability for the government if you put them in with some coyote smuggler from the border who's who turns out to it, exactly injure them so in some way. When Alice Shattuck has her four kids with her in the caravan, and, and this is very likely, and throws a Molotov cocktail through the IRS <laughs> building and explodes, they arrest Alice they, and put her in a cell. The kids can't go in the cell. Alice gets held somewhere where adult terrorists are. The kids <laughs> have to go somewhere else. That's what happens. Now, can should, should tr- the Trump administration have done it? You know, knowing that this would happen, with some of them saying, well, this will be a big deterrent. Mm-hmm. Probably th- separating kids from families is a bad idea. Optically, it's a bad idea. And it seems like an awful, horrible thing to happen mm-hmm. to them. But it's a longer conversation, and that conversation belongs in the legislature, which is a room right. full of complete pussies. <laughs> Unless there's a guy wearing antlers who once in a while probably makes more sense than those cowards. So, so this... And the country needs to come to grips with this. This is a big conversation. Right. This is about legislation. Lawmakers need to make the laws, but they're afraid to. They would just rather have the tattered pieces of law to use for their political Mm -hmm. advantage. And they did. And they took all sorts of great pictures at these little facilities uh, the Democrats did. Yeah, AOC crying at the border. And it's going to happen now, probably in a couple months, as Mm -hmm. more caravans make its way up to the United States and the kids are going to be separated or there'll be something else that's going to seem very inhumane and Amnesty International is going to say that we're treating kids Mm -hmm. horribly and the UN's going to condemn it and those good lefties who took all their selfies will not go back down there and those people who went on their social media and Facebook and all that stuff and saying what a bastard Trump was. This is the new internment camps will be completely silent because they're stupid. It's always been intellectually right. um, dishonest and if not just lazy and there's no mm-hmm. there's no utility in it for Democrats to give a damn about the right. kids when if it's Biden actually, doing it. If they actually cared to pass comprehensive immigration reform, uh, Trump's presidency was probably an awesome opportunity to do it because there was so much pushback about the scenes at the border and everything. If they actually wanted to change the laws to change how things are handled at the border, they had every opportunity to do that. And you could easily have gotten Republicans on board because Republicans didn't want to mm-hmm. have to deal with the these scenes and the, all the reporters down there and everything either. Nobody liked this. Right. Nobody enjoyed having this be the optics of the situation. But Democrats were much more concerned with the optics continuing to be bad for Trump and Republicans than they were with actually solving the problem. And now they're not going to want to solve the problem because Biden will be president, so they're not going to want to have to admit that right. there's a problem. So, you know, it's going to be back to pretending we don't have a border and nobody's trying to cross and there's no cages and everything else. I mean... Like, it got so bad in 2014 that they had to notice that there was a crisis of minors at the border in the Obama administration. But, but who had to notice? Nobody noticed but Breitbart and conservatives. Well, I mean, there were 
there were like mayors of towns. Do you remember? I forget which town it was in Massachusetts. Was it like Chelsea or Everett? Oh, because we were sending them up because here. Because they were sending right. them up here. And yeah. the municipal governments were saying, what the heck? We cannot afford to have all these kids in our schools right. and, and in some our of the foster kids were, care Some system. of the kids in the high school were 27 years old, and which like, was also a problem. you're just sending us all these people and you're saying that they're teenagers and we have a responsibility to care for them and they have no family. They have nowhere to stay. Like, what are we supposed to mm-hmm. do here? And like the Obama administration was like, huh, well, crisis the border, nothing we can do. You know, and and now you have Biden promising to make people citizens in, on the first day in office. And I just like the kicking of the can on this mm-hmm. issue is so annoying. And this is I mean, frankly, if Congress had handled this during the Obama years, I don't think Trump would have been elected because it's such an opportunity for a, pol- a populist to come in there because every normal human being agrees that you can't just have a non-border like people mm-hmm. can just waltz in willy-nilly with zero checkpoints or anything like every normal person knows that you need a system where you process people coming into the country and every politician is completely invested in making sure that absolutely does not happen right because we suck our, our, <laughs> like, our, our, our congress people suck our lawmakers suck and, on both and they sides be punished. on both sides and it's been uh, going on since post. reagan it's been going on for mm-hmm. decades that was the last time we had a big immigration bill. And like it just it just keeps happening. They just don't want to be responsible for dealing you with could it. Have it's done it so then. annoying. Uh you could have done it during or during Trump easily. Give easily. the guy his wall, pretend Mexico paid for it, and use <laughs> and, and do an amnesty and five million people. Whatever it is. Yeah. Trump, Trump would have signed any deal. Yes. Because he would have wanted he came in wanting to work with Democrats. This was one of the knocks Republicans had with him. This is how, at the beginning, he managed to get the, um, you know, prison reform done, the criminal justice reform mm-hmm. done. Uh, to some extent, I know it didn't go as far as some people wanted, but like, imagine if Democrats, instead of acting like hysterical chickens with their heads cut off for four years, had actually tried to work with Trump. I mean, you'd have some more angry Republicans. I'm sure you'd see a lot more of this kind of like budget hawkishness in the Republican Party and like annoyance with Trump. But you could have had a moderate Trump, but you blew up that chance by acting like he was Hitler for four years. So right. congratulations to you. <laughs> you, when but, be, you. Not only have you hired crazy people, but they're mediocre and crazy. Yeah. And those are our reps in Washington, D.C. Yeah, and the sort of panic porn of constantly acting like the Third Reich is imminent created the Trump idiocy that you have today where he's this, like, friend, where he embraces this fringy stuff. Because Trump's the person that just wants people to like him and wants good press and whatever. So, like, if they had come in and acted like Trump was normal, but no, never normalize, don't normalize, wear a pink hat and a, a whatever, right. handmade tail robe and exactly. stuff and which act were the, like you're Which being... were the antlers of 2017. Yeah, but Trump's not... The handmade tail stuff, like, Trump's not socially conservative. Are you kidding me? That was never like even on the table. That it's so and like watch the revisionism in the next few years because by the time we get to the 2024 election, Trump is going to have been like not that bad really and like all the other Republicans are like 5,000 times worse. They're already starting with the like, well, we have to look out because next time we could get a competent Trump. Like right. Right. So I want to give it veer positive again else because mm-hmm. Michael Strahan Actually had a great – he's with NBC, does a bunch of stuff, I think, with NBC, whatever. Mm-hmm. Former football player with the New York Giants, I believe. Part Is of he the, on Dancing with the Stars? 
I don't know, Ellis. I don't, I don't know. Just kidding. I'm a masculine, <laughs> strong alpha, Ellis. You watched Sean Spicer with me on Dancing with the Stars. Well, that was different. That was making a point. <laughs> um, so uh, Strahan uh, had on Jacob Blake. Okay. And uh, Jacob Blake also was used as inspiration for burning and looting and mm -hmm. how terrible the police are. And Strahan interviews him one-on-one. -on -one. And you know, the, the cops always contended that Jacob Blake had a weapon. Blake said he didn't have a weapon. Cops said, yes, he had a weapon. Yeah. And uh, let's just listen to some of the interview. Before the cop grabbed you, mm -hmm. did they say anything to you? No. Not at all. According to the Wisconsin Criminal Investigation Report, Officer Shesky recalled saying, quote, let's talk about this. He said Blake put his child in the car and turned to face him. Shesky said he then grabbed Blake's arm to put him under arrest and told Blake that he had a warrant. They didn't say why they were there? Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, uh, okay. They didn't say anything to me. Did they tell you that they had a warrant for your arrest? No. Some sort of struggle follows. Police believe Blake is reaching for a weapon more than once. Blake denies this. Police deploy a taser multiple times. Blake pulls the taser prongs out of his skin. Officer Shesky and Blake end up in a physical altercation on the ground. We see you, you walk away from the officers after they try to grab you. I'm rattled, you know. I realized I had dropped my knife. What? Wait a second. He didn't have a weapon though, I thought. What, what is he, whittling? A little pocket knife. <laughs> so I picked it up after I got off of him because they tased me and I fell on top of him. With an open knife in hand that Blake says fell out of his pocket, he walks around the front of the vehicle towards the driver's side door. So then he goes in. So his open knife fell out of his pocket, and right. he just coincidentally, and right. he picked it up. So he's holding the knife just to rant, not because he was planning to stab anyone with it. Right. But and Strahan <laughs> did put the screws to him and, and say, you understand how, you know, what you're saying doesn't quell or whatever. And mm -hmm. so good for Strahan. But I didn't have a knife. Well, I dropped my knife, and it probably was a mistake to pick it up. Well, okay, I think maybe Jacob Blake has a has a credibility problem. Mm. That said, the knife was not huge. I, it was a little more um, ominous than a pocket knife, but it wasn't a big Rambo knife. But so, so it, it is nice to have uh, a little bit of truth in these things. And plus, believe all women as well. Remember what Jacob Blake just got done doing when he was there. All right, all right, Alice. I had an epiphany today. Okay. You know, I took a long drive today. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, um, found a hidden treasure on the curb, which I'm going to unveil tomorrow <laughs> in this studio. We'll put it on. Uh, we'll put it on the camera. Can I see it before we unveil? Negative. It? <laughs> Negative. I'm scared. You can't handle it. Nope. <laughs> no, I don't want you to fashion it into a uh, weapon the next time you go attack a government building. So, <laughs> uh, Chuck Todd had had. Um, Fauci on again okay. And the last time he had Fauci Two weeks ago We played the audio And it, it was interesting there Because Fauci came off As a guy who just didn't know anything And last time it was What was the thing that it was It was uh, Oh about why the vaccines Weren't getting out Or something And he said He wasn't sure But he talked to somebody And they had It was all set mm -hmm. now And Chuck Todd Chuck Todd does not follow up On questions yeah. Fauci has afforded so much but listen to this. This is crucial now. Mm -hmm. There's another strain coming and then another strain, and it's about to kill us. And 
These vaccines are a matter of life and death. Right. Pro- uh, Operation Warp Speed got us all these vaccines. These companies now are all getting green lit. Bang. This is a fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's a problem with the distribution. The CDC guidance is what the moron in New York used to to uh, mm-hmm. to refuse people the vaccine and just throw them away. I'm here in Massachusetts yeah. as well. Yep, they're throwing them out. Meanwhile, West Virginia that took a bunch of heat because they refused to be a part of the federal distribution program has the highest per capita vaccination rate in the country right now. West Virginia. Who knew? So uh, the CDC guidance is based on, this all comes out of a certain famous epidemiologist named Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> He's in charge of this whole thing is his baby. This mm-hmm. is the guy, as is um, uh, Oppenheimer was to the Manhattan Project, Fauci is to fixing coronavirus, getting vaccines out. There is this announcement. President-elect Biden calls for releasing all of the stockpile. The Trump administration agrees. And all of a sudden, there's no stockpile. Where, was this a miscommunication? Was this uh, a bigger error? What is the explanation? So, by the way, Chuck Todd building in two excuses for him. By the mm-hmm. way, yeah. which one of these yes. uh, excuses is it? <laughs> which one of these things that isn't your fault is it? <laughs> you know, I'm not exactly sure, Chuck, but I I oh. I tried and I think successfully sorted that out. I had a conversation. I'm not sure what it was, but I sorted it out. It's all fixed, Chuck. With General Perna last night and again this morning. And, and I think there was just a misunderstanding. In the beginning, when it wasn't quite clear about what the cadence is. Cadence is here now. <laughs> Introducing cadence. <laughs> so what happened with all the millions of vaccines that should have been delivered to people sticking in arms? Remember how important oh, that yeah. is to save lives? Get the vaccines in the arms. Crucial, crucial, crucial. Life and death. This is what you're here for. I'm not sure, but we figured it out. You know, if you think about it, the cadence... This mm-hmm. new concept, it's not that we're incompetent, complete screw-ups who don't know how to do things, especially the thing that we're yeah. getting paid here for. Yeah, it, there's like a 50-page yes. web form to sign up to get the vaccine in New York. And then, like, if you go to Israel so that they don't, like, if they have a batch of vaccines that is about to go bad, they're, like, calling in people off the street. They're like, yeah, what's your name? Cool, we'll vaccinate you. Like, They're not they're- smart enough in Israel <laughs> to have cadence like we have. Yeah, we have cadence. it of the rolling out of doses would be there was a lot of caution so they wanted to make sure that everyone who got a first dose got a second dose on time. So when doses were released, a, a, an equal amount was kept back to make sure that if there was any glitches in the, in the supply flow, that the people who got their first doses would clearly get their second doses. After a couple of cycles, when it became clear that the cadence of the, of the flow of doses was really going to be consistent and reliable, the decision was made instead of just giving enough for the first dose and holding back for the second dose, that as soon as they got the dose... The question was about what happened to the stockpile and the execution of vaccines. Mm -hmm. We are now over the river and through the woods. We have gone through Narnia. Fauci is taking us now into Cadence World. And <laughs> there's, we're so far from the question being answered. This guy is a rambling, incompetent bureaucrat. This is available. They would. That said, if I go on to social media tomorrow and say Fauci sucks, I'll have reputable people in government and in media using the word Cadence because supposedly that's a thing now. <laughs> Give it. 
because now they would have confidence that the next amount they would get, they'd have enough at least to give everybody the second dose and then some to give the first dose. So that's all it was, was a sort of as you went a few weeks into it, the confidence that yeah. you would have doses to give the second dose made people say, you know, we don't have to hold back any doses because the flow is consistent. Literally, that's just what we had a discussion of as well as last night. So I think that's what the confusion was about. So hopefully that's clarified now. Oh, well, you know what? You didn't tell us about the cadence before. <laughs> you didn't tell us about that. You told us about the people, first responders and the people, the front-facing, COVID-facing people would get it first, and then this person would get it first, and then add in some social justice. That was a non-answer. Here's Chuck Todd's follow-up. All right, so uh, you, look, you oversee vaccine creation, so I'm curious on the manufacturing aspect of things. Um, the president-elect Biden has promised to invoke the DPA. The there goes that. The cadence answer is done. Bye-bye. You can go You can go now. Yeah, That's fine. answered. That didn't... In other words, how did you screw this up? There was no... It was just like after Grady Litter Little coughed up the game in 2003 for the Red Sox in the ALCS against the Yankees. And the next day they said to him, even though he had screwed up horribly, how did you screw this up? And he said, well, I don't think I screwed up. I don't understand. You didn't notice the cadence <laughs> of the hitters. <laughs> Crazy. So now this is Chuck Todd now moves right along, even though he gave an unsatisfactory answer mm -hmm. to what is a life and death question. He moves right along. To the DPA, the D Defense Production Act, mm -hmm. which is where you would have a, you would order, deem that uh, that a company refocus or retool or recalibrate what it does to do stuff. So the sweater company now makes uh, makes uh, masks. In other words, right. This is what this is. This is uh, making Ford make tanks in World War II. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't think I got that quite right, but that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But that's we what know it what does. You mean. Yep. Right. So. So now Chuck Todd is asking Fauci about the DPA. Is it time to use the DPA? Defense Production Act uh, on the vaccine manufacturing process. Will that help in the short term or is that something that will, we won't see the benefits of that until the summer? Well, you know, I, I can tell you one thing that's clear is that the, the issue of getting 100 million doses in the first hundred days is 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 absolutely a doable thing what what the what the president-elect is going to do now hold on before he goes to what the president-elect is going to do we didn't use the dpa because operation warp speed is working we've right. we dangled money in front of the drug makers to say hey drop everything else here's an incentive and do mm -hmm. it and now we've got the damn vaccine two years before we ever thought we'd have it which is a right. miracle which is an absolute miracle. So what are we going to retool the drug makers to do? Johnson & Johnson, stop working on the vaccine for COVID and work on the vaccine for COVID. We order you. They're already doing it. They're right. all already doing right. it. And we already have priority, by the way, because we pay more for it than other countries do. You know, right. like the EU has gone to the back of the line and isn't getting their shipments of the amounts that they want because they negotiated a deal where they could get a lower price if they could be lower priority. So... We, I mean, I know everybody likes to complain that we pay more for our health care in the U.S., but we also get more of it. So, you know, like if you want to be at the back of the line for the vaccine with the people in the EU paying less, then you can feel free to move to Europe and get that deal. But right here, we're paying more and we're getting all the vaccine here. The problem is that our incompetent bureaucrats at the state level in a lot of the states where there's a lot of COVID aren't 
giving the shot to people. They're holding people up in a bureaucracy of trying to make sure no one skips the line to get the shot. And so they're preventing people from actually getting it. And they're actually throwing doses out. To his credit, Cuomo finally finally pivoted and said, no, we don't actually want you throwing the vaccine out. Please don't do that. We're not going to fine you a million dollars and shut down your healthcare facility if you give someone a shot who's not at the right level of vaccine priority. Like, Right. <laughs> and so Fauci answering this now, you know, kind of skirts the Defense Production Act part of it mm-hmm. and goes right into Biden. Is where it need be to invoke the DPA to get the kinds of things we need, whatever they may be, be they tests, be they vaccines. So in other words, Biden will invoke, will, will do this where it's needed. Well, didn't Trump already do it where it's needed yes. earlier last so, year? But the thing is that the guy who decides where it's needed... Is you. <laughs> no, is, no, is Fauci. That's what I mean. It's right, you, exactly, Fauci. is you. Yes, yes. And so if he's got new ideas for the Biden administration, right. he could use them for the Trump administration. He's the guy. What have you. In other words, to just not be hesitant to use whatever mechanisms we can to get everything on track and in the flow that he predict. But the feasibility of his goal is is absolutely clear. There's no doubt about that. That that can be done. Well, that's because we're already on track to do it by that date. Right. Like we're already the Trump administration is already doing that. So it's like, I don't know. I just don't understand this. It's the same thing as like the cages at the border stuff it's like the idea that there's continuity between the government policies from one administration to the next and they're basically doing the same stuff in the trump administration that the obama administration would have done or that the biden administration will do in a few months is like that's lost on everybody they're all the same in washington well, right they're and all the doing the same media thing is saying since trump sucks at vaccines what's biden gonna do <laughs> but fauci knows that Nothing's going to change, so he's giving him an answer regardless. Here's And here's uh, Chuck Todd's follow-up. The guidelines that various state and local authorities are using to distribute the vaccine... In other words, he's moved right on. That's mm-hmm. it? That's fine? That's good. Clearly, they were a bit too strict if we're finding ourselves throwing away vaccine. Have we... Now, now remember, Chuck, it's not the guidelines. It's Fauci's guidelines. Right. So you can direct this at him if you'd like to. <laughs> uh, uh, do you feel as if that has changed enough... So that we're not going to be throwing away vaccine? Yeah, I think so. I mean, one of the things that's clear is that the CDC came out uh, on the basis of the recommendations from the ACIP about different groups, 1A, 1B, 1C, as recommendations and guidelines, not real restrictions. And what happened is that maybe understandably the states... Was there anybody, any expert in epidemiology Who and public health communicated? Crisis? Who could have ironed out any problems like this rather than, you know, after the after the complete screw up happens? You know, is there any way he could have found a way to fix the plane before it crashed into the ground? Anybody who, say, talks to Cuomo on a regular basis and has kind of a buddy buddy relationship. Yeah, they're De Niro and Pesci. Any kind of buddy buddy relationship with the governor of New York who could have filled him in on this in the last few months. And the local authorities. We're we're really very strictly adhering to that. We're right now, what the CDC is saying, those are guidelines. you got to loosen them up, be less rigid about it. And the one thing you don't want is that if you have vaccine left over, then just move on to the next group. You know, it's kind of like if you... 
Could have told us that a few months ago, Tony. Yeah. It would have been good. Maybe somebody, another Italian New Yorker who could have used this advice a little while back. You want to use the the metaphor of when, you know, you're boarding a plane, everybody gets on on the group one. And if not everybody gets on, you open up group two, but group one can still go on. You just want a steady flow. You don't want to hold back. You want to not essentially overshoot nor undershoot, but just let the flow keep going. I think, Chuck, that that's going to work well looking forward. She's incredible. Incredible. You don't want to hold back. So my memo about holding back, dismissed, <laughs> that was a different. That's before we had Cadence involved. How close are we on Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca vaccines? Chuck Todd, of course, moves right on. Okay, Dr. Fauci, that's yeah, good. Perfect. That's ca- Great. Can't be your can't be your fault. How close are we on the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca vaccines is the question. I expect a number. Soon, Chuck. I mean, I- Oh, well then. Okay. Cool. We're soon close. <laughs> we'll get it at soon o'clock. So just go ahead. Be at the place and we'll have it at soon. Uh, oh, soon 30. Um, we're we're, we're going to be meeting with the authorities on that. Uh, they have a lot of events. Events meaning infections within the context. Of- Why haven't you, the guy in charge of this, told us a time yet? When? When? We need to know yeah, when because months, people are dying years. every day. I keep getting told that people are dying every day. I don't want months. We're about to get something from them, else, but I want a day. I want to know. Next Thursday at 4 o'clock. I realize that's hard to know. You don't, you'd have to be an extremely celebrated professional who's been in Washington 50 years to know something like this. The trial. So their data, I think, very soon, I would imagine within a period of a week or so, uh, or at the most a oh, couple wow. of weeks, they're going to be getting their data together and showing it to the FDA. Tuxedon says, wow. A week or so. Soon. A week or so. Maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, but don't they already have the AstraZeneca well, vaccine I don't, well, like in Europe? Don't, I don't, it doesn't even matter because, okay, that's fine. But we're told that these many people are dying every day. So I know that a week or so, couple of weeks. Mm. The A, uh, uh, and uh, well, well, obviously they're going to have to get their data and safety monitoring board to look well, at it to see if that involves more of my hack friends, and that's going to mean <laughs> that Jesus, forget a couple of weeks. It is appropriate to start, you know, essentially putting the package together to get an emergency use authorization. But we're we're weeks away, not months away, for sure. We're weeks away. Okay, so weeks means two to 60, not months away. Remember, we were two weeks. We'd have to lock down for two weeks, three mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah. Weeks you, three away. Three months ago. You know what? You don't have to. Speak. Um. Well, also, where was all this uh, when Trump was saying in early November that we were weeks away from a vaccine? And they were like, oh, no, he'd need a miracle. That's, That's ridiculous. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. Did anybody ask Anthony Fauci how far away that's, we were from the vaccine at that point in no. time? No. Chuck Todd, I assume he will have a follow-up. What's your level of concern about this new variant um, that clearly... Um, uh, new that strain. Lot- new variant he's talking about. Can we guess a level of concern for Fauci? Can we guess? Is he not concerned or very concerned? Very concerned. And why would he be very concerned? Because... Um, if you have a new strain... Uh, Fauci can go on TV more? Correct. <laughs> a lot of folks are concerned is certainly more contagious. Yeah. Well, we're taking it really very seriously, Chuck. You don't want people to panic, but you have to look at it from a certain standpoint. Yes, there's... You don't want people to panic, but I'm about to scare the shit out of you, so get ready. No doubt, <laughs> when you look at what the Brits... 
And now remember, people need to realize there's more than one mutant strain. There's one from the UK that's essentially dominated. That's the one that is actually is seen in the United States. There's another more ominous one that's in South Africa and Brazil. So I'm going to be around for a long time, is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> We're looking at all of them very, very carefully. A, to determine... I mean, obviously, the, the, the Brits have... There's another one in Brazil, so just in case you thought this bailout was going to save your restaurant, you might as well just uh, demolition the building today, because you're <laughs> effed. Sell the boat, sell the house, because we've got three more waves of us crushing your livelihood. ...made it very clear that it's more contagious. They say that it isn't more virulent, but, you know, we got to be careful, because the more cases you get... You know, we got to be careful, you know? Mm. So that means we got to lock down. I mean, my life... In D.C., in Georgetown, and where I go, my life's not going to change at all. Oh, his so, life is better than it's ever been. Right. He's going on every cable news show. He's be traveling careful. the world. He's an international celebrity. He's the man of the year. He's just, he's everywhere. Right, which Thought means- she's having an awesome year. We got to be careful, which means that the, the uh, U.S. Navy is going to be tracking down surfers, uh, you know, uh, in Huntington Beach, California again very soon. Because this moron, incompetent bureaucrat says, you know, we got to be careful. It's one week, uh, I'm not sure, cadence, you know. Even though on a one-to-one basis, it's not more virulent, meaning it doesn't make you more sick or more likely to die. Just by numbers alone, the more cases you have, the more hospitalizations you're going to have, and the more hospitalizations you have, the more deaths you're going to have. The thing we really want to look at carefully... PPE, uh, N95, uh, social distancing, uh, washing hands, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, ventilators as well. It's, I think like, we're done with ventilators. ventilators well, no, no, I, this is the, no, no, this is the, you know, this is the the follow-up album of last year's <laughs> album. We'll go through the whole thing again, just a couple of weeks, two weeks to break, to, to <sighs> crush the peak. What was that? Two weeks to whatever? Start, slow the spread. <sighs> flatten the curve. Is that, does that mutation lessen the impact yeah. of the vaccine? Here, Chuck, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. Everything is processed and validated immediately What through my mind what you say. I don't question anything at all that you say. <laughs> of course... 49% of everything you've said has been totally wrong, but just go ahead. Just validate it right through me. Yes, I'll continue to nod. And if it does, Chuck, then we're going to have to make some modifications. But we're... Ooh, oh, modifications. Good. Lucky us. Jesus. Your kids are going to have to, um, you know, not only do remote learning, but they're going to have to do remote learning now, we've decided, from uh, Madagascar. So, and that's it. <laughs> so we talked... Um, on your other podcast, The Point of Things, we talked to your friend George yesterday, and he was like, oh, no, I'm optimistic. Stuff's going to go back to normal. It's going to be great. The 1918 flu was followed by the Roaring Twenties. And, like, I wish I shared that optimism. Mm -hmm. I really do. But I hear these people talk, and my heart just sinks. Like, they just want to keep everything terrible forever. Yes. They really oh, do. Yes. They yes. really this do. Is... It's so depressing. You put pointy-headed bureaucrats <laughs> in charge, and they love this. They love this oh. power. It's such a great feeling. All over that, we're looking at that really very carefully. So here's, okay, then this time, Chuck Todd does follow up. This is his first and only follow-up question of the entire interview <laughs> because he's excited because Fauci said this is a new strain, which means there's going to be more things that we have to do. Is there a point with this variant that you think there's going to be new restrictions? Please say yes. Please say yes. Please say yes. Whether it whether advice that says double mask. Double mask is here. <laughs> it's time. Mark the time. 5.49 p.m. Sunday, uh, January what, 17th. 
Double mask. The, the mo- double mask movement is on. I actually, you, I did hear about that even sooner. During the campaign, I was saying it Biden was wearing six two. Months ago. Biden was wearing two masks during the campaign, can, and Romney was wearing two masks when they can you imagine, him on the Are we going to have to double mask? Is it, is it, please tell. See, please say yes. <laughs> please tell me what we can do to burden ourselves, big government. Please tell me. Please tell me. Hold my hand more and tell me what to do that, that hurts me a little bit, so I really feel the pain. <laughs> So it's real to me. Or are additional lockdowns? Are we close to any of those? Please tell me it's one of those. Please tell me it's one of those. Ideas. Well, I think one of the things we've got to do, Chuck, and, and, and you know, maybe the silver lining, if you want to call that, is that when you have a variant that's really very, very uh, uh, different in the sense of it's more contagious, it tells you to do two things. One, double down on the public health measures that we've been talking about all the time. How do you like that, businesses? Mm-hmm. Double down. Double yeah. down on what you're doing all the time. Ah, that guy is incompetent. He is incompetent. Nobody in Washington, D.C. is very bright. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> These are dumbs. Our yeah. leadership are dumb. This guy is dumb. He's an incompetent. There'd be no way in any other position where somebody would keep him on. You know, he's... He's the captain of the ship, and he keeps hitting an iceberg, and then another yacht, and then he jump, you know, crushes a pod of whales, and then the ship suddenly is listing, and then we're going in reverse, and now we're suddenly in, you know, and now we're on a beach somewhere, and now everybody's like, okay, so what are the next things? He's like, the cadence has changed. Oh, okay. All right, because it seems like we've just parked this on a uh, bus full of nuns, you know, crossing a canal and a bridge here, but okay, if it's cadence... That's fine. That's fine. We have a crying child, Alice, that we need to attend to. Uh, so this was the Burn Barrel Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can send us an email at burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our YouTube channel. You can comment on there, and we'll talk back to you. You can like the videos. You can subscribe so you can always hear the latest. Thank you for the knee stuff, by the way. My knee is feeling... 59% better. Thank you. That's all you. We'll have an email tomorrow. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.